0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Almost live from the trenches of New York City, here are your middle-aged warriors, Chris Semino and Rick Summers. And welcome
2: back. Yes, we're still here, middle-aged warrior. <laughs> uh, Rick, <laughs> quick question. We're still here. Well, if so you can hear the sound of our voice, I guess we're still here, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Did you see your shadow? I want to know because I'm trying to figure out how this winter the rest of it's going to go. No, I see my
0: 5 o'clock shadow. Oh, uh, I, think... I need I need yeah. to shave badly.
2: Actually, I can see that. Folks listening, you can't because we're doing this Zoom. But, yeah, you do get a little shadow. So that means what? Two more weeks of not being able to go out in public? No, I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Okay, there you go. Well, I don't know. Well, I
0: mean, I don't even remember that. I mean, Groundhog Day seems like years ago already.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, and again, how I feel about the rodent. It is what it is. The weather is what it is. The rodent's not going to tell me. But how are you, my five friends? I'm doing okay. Mired in
0: in life, which is, you know, uh, push comes to shove every day, uh, especially living here in New York. Mm. I find more friends are, are fleeing. Um, which is kind of disheartening uh, yeah. because they can't afford the cost for living.
2: well, yeah, it's uh it is kind of crazy. I mean, I just came back from the West Coast. I was kind of a quick dip into the weekend, like a three and a half day weekend uh in wine country. and it is a totally different pace and way of life out there. It, it really is. it's it's so different from here. But they have their own struggles and their own stresses too. Yeah, you went to Sonoma, right? I was in Sonoma, bordered uh dipped into Napa a little bit. In fact, one particular vineyard was interesting. I think it's called Pride Mountain Vineyards. And the vineyard, there's literally a borderline of Sonoma and Napa, and they have these bricks that go through <laughs> through the vineyard, up these steps, and that yeah, it separates. So their vineyard is actually in both areas, which really becomes, yeah, becomes kind of a and is this some weird. Thing that they can only do some part of the winemaking and the sonoma side and some part some part on the napa side so it was kind of an interesting thing but um, oh boy it's always a good time always a good time to head out there so
0: anyway yeah now i'm hanging in there and uh kind of missing winter you know it's so funny people were saying uh god it feels like winter because the other day it was what 30 degrees or yeah you know people something. freak
2: now when it's a yeah. oh it's chilly today i'm like uh yeah. 40 it's, that's still above the normal high for the day february yeah uh, yeah but we've kind of we kind of lost touch with it and you know with each passing day we're getting closer to spring and we'll talk i think we'll talk a little bit more about that kind of stuff coming on the back side of this interview by the way which was done a while ago yeah you had a one-on-one with wendy kaufman
0: yeah wendy is uh has been a friend of ours for from a bunch of years and people will remember her from the early 90s when she really helped put the soft drink Snapple on the map as a spokesperson. And I can't remember because I did the interview a while ago, but she ended up becoming the spokesperson for the brand because she started working in the mailroom and and people who were in Snapple couldn't answer all the fan letters that they were getting. So she started to answer them. (laughs) And that's how she became the Snapple lady. Uh, Wendy is just, she's kind of heart of gold and is one of the most generous people I know. And um, I was really happy to talk with her about, you know, being a middle aged warrior, though I'm not sure how much longer any of us are in that
2: demographic categorically. Yeah. But what, the one thing I do love about Wendy um, is her, she's just so honest and so real. It's just, she puts it right <laughs> out there. And, yeah. You know, there's there's no BS. I mean, and and she's been through some tough times, and yeah, think, you know she'll be talking a little bit about that with us. So first things first, we have to always take care of business. We will get to your interview with Wendy in a second, but first, a little uh, massage from uh, what? Yes, Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news and game trends at BetOnline. With live betting options, free contests and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. BetOnline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BLEAVE, B-L-E-A-V, believe to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts.
0: And I am so glad to have Wendy with us. Wendy Kaufman, you and I have known each other for a number of years, but we're growing older together. And uh, thank you so much for spending a little time on the bridge here at Middle Age Warriors.
1: It is 100% my pleasure. You know that. (laughs) I
0: do know that. And it's you're never at a loss for words, which is always a great thing for anybody that ever has to sit and interview you. It's never like, oh, what am I going to ask her? What are we going to talk about?
1: (laughs) It's so funny that you're saying that because one of the great women that I knew in my life, she one time looked at me and said, your greatest asset is your mouth. Your biggest defect is your mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah, amen. So true.
1: Anyway, how's the middle age treating you, kiddo? You know, life is busy. I'm very excited.
0: The big reason I wanted to have you on uh, is you are such a proponent. And when Chris and I born this show a couple of years ago, we talked about middle age, getting older, dealing with change, and what it's like for us to. call an audible, you know, get up to the line of scrimmage and realize, okay, we can't do that. So we're going to have to do this. And I think that nobody in my life that I know has done it better than you, especially with some of the cards you've been dealt in the last couple of years of life.
1: Everybody has incredible trials and tribulations. And I just think that being grateful every day for the things that you do have, because there are so many things that we all don't have Because I'm sorry, you can't get to 64, 65 without having experienced loss, tremendous loss for some of us, and and to, to have health concerns that have hit us. You know, you have to take it all into account, but you know what? You have to be so grateful for the gifts that you have, and I just think a good, healthy attitude is everything because every morning i i say a prayer you know i'm not sure how i felt up until age you know 31 you know i did at that point rick when i was so encumbered by my addictions you know i've always been an addict whether it was a food addiction whether it was drinking whether it was drugs whether it was smoking whether it was working when i did celebrity fit club you know going on the treadmill Even television times, you know, everything's a binge watch. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm such an addict, but I got on my knees at age 31 and I asked God to either kill me because I couldn't go on the way that I was or to help me to get better. And that I swore that I would have a valuable life and I would be able to pay it forward. And Rick, I think that I have done everything that I promised my God that I would do and what I promised myself that I would do. So every day since 31 has been a bonus point for me.
0: Let me ask you this. I mean, you lost your parents. And I think a lot about our prior generations looking down on us, if indeed that's what they're doing. Though some of them may be looking up for all I know. But I I wonder, would they be proud of you and the person that you've grown into and have turned out to be at this point in your life?
1: I'm very, very lucky. I had an extremely tenuous relationship with my mother. I loved her very, very much. I I lost her um, about, it'll be 12 years. Um, My father, you know, who developed Parkinson's disease when he was about 72 or 73 also, but he lived till 84, you know, he was able to see me turn my life around. And while in the last 10 years of his life, he really could not articulate But I know that he was, but I I have to tell you that his last words, he had like a real spell at the end, you know, when they tell you, you know, that many, many times um, in somebody's life at the end, you know, that they sort of come back and they have like a few hours that they're really talkative or whatever. In his last few hours, he had that, you know, and he told me to go F myself. If you knew my father, it was sort of... (laughs) Really, really funny, but those were the last words he literally said to me. But I didn't, I never, I never took it personally because that was something, you know, that he would say, you know, with a smile on his face and I knew what he was saying. So I, you know, that's all been a gift to me. But yeah, you know, they were proud. I miss them terribly. I think of some of my father's Ronnie-isms. I think of my mother's isms. And I use them all the time, which is really incredible. Because I used to, my mother would always tell me that our life, it goes in the blink of an eye. She was really, really right. right. It really is the blink of an eye. And it's just how you proceed. You know, you, you do it with grace. I think that that's the gift to be able to move forward with grace and dignity. Grace,
0: dignity, style, class, patience. And that, for me, is something that I never owned and certainly never practiced when I was younger. Everything was everything was good, but it was never enough. And now I'm at the point in my life, being middle-aged and getting older day by day, and looking around, and it's exactly what you just said. It's looking around and appreciating all the things that we do have. I was watching Rachel Ray, and she did a show where she went to the Ukraine. Just looking at what these people in the Ukraine have been dealing with for the past year, such a reminder to us on a daily basis how lucky we are to have the things we have and to have the things where we have them here in the United States
1: you know that I'm headed to Israel for 16 days, which was a bucket list item, which I'm just out of my mind excited about. Mm -hmm. because I've gone back and studied my heritage, you know, so I could at least go there and know, you know, what I was from. But I have to tell you, we are from some really, really tough, tough people. I may have been more emboldened, you know, as a kid, but I realized that I in my older age, such a patriot. We are so lucky to be in this country, to have all the gifts that we have. And believe me, there are multitudes. And to your point before, we take so much for granted that when you stop and you smell the roses, you know, of who and what we are and what we are made of, you know, when I go through really troubling I don't live in the Ukraine. I have family that died in World War II. Heroically, one of my father's favorite cousins, Herbert, was 22 and he died in the Solomon Islands and gave up his life saving people in his battalion. Who does that? You know, it was the greatest generation because people don't think about America. They don't even like America and they Mm -hmm. don't even understand remotely what's out there in the world and how blessed we are. to to live in this country, and what I wanted to say is that I would pick up a gun in two seconds and go fight for this country. I don't care if I lost my life for this country. This country has given me everything, everything. I mean, I'm blessed that my parents had me here, but I don't take it for granted, And, and that's why I'm so compelled to go to Israel I'm still an American before I'm Jewish. Know that the stock that we are from were the toughest people in the history of the two years ago. I lost my brother, my youngest baby brother. I think that, you know, losing a sibling, especially one that's like a best friend, like I never contemplated it. I never anticipated it. I was really the one who was the drug addict in my family, and I really thought as the oldest, you know, I would be the first of the siblings to go. So this was, my father used to say to me with getting older, don't read any books with continuing chapters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be continued, which is really a great segue in talking about what we're talking about because uh, life goes on. Uh, On my tombstone, I want less is more. And, uh, and that basically is it in a nutshell. But I want to really thank you, especially for opening up and being so insightful about the importance of of doing, you know, getting off our asses and 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 going out and being present. And as Valerie always says to me, it's all about showing up. And you are one of the best shower uppers I know. Not that you show people up, but that you show up.
1: That's all that we have at the end of the day. So what I would say is that you you wake up, you have a blank palette. So a a whole beautiful canvas ready to be painted. You get to paint every new day the the picture you want to paint. And if it means being in your pajamas, own it and enjoy every part of it but you know what? Spend the time that you love with the people that you love, that the people that you want to be with. I I will not have anybody who's high maintenance in my life because life is stressful on life's terms anyway. So just, you know what? Enjoy, make the memories because all of it at the end of the day is bullshit. It's about being loved, who you loved and the memories that you made doing it. So, if you can live every day loving somebody, having a thoughtful moment, you know, showing somebody that you care, you know, and connecting at a at a base core level, you have it made. Because money can't buy any of that nonsense. You know, money can buy every you know things, but it doesn't buy quality, love, or anything that's meaningful.
0: And less is more. And with that, we're gonna. We're going to check out of here and say, thank you so much, Wendy Kaufman. Do we still call you the Snapple Lady?
1: We do not. <laughs>
0: Good. Then I won't. But I just want to say. That's all
1: right. The former, you know. And, the and, former you know, Snapple Lady. I, like, I'm very excited because I'm working on a book. So, you know, I'll be back in touch with you, Mr. Rick.
0: Awesome. Listen, love you and uh, just so appreciate you, your time, your energy, and your insights. Have a great one. Okay, honey? Thank you so much for having me. Wow. Oh, Wendy, thank you, thank you so much for spending a little time with us and it it really is always a joy to talk with you because you're opinionated. <laughs> You're uncontrolled, as they say. Uh,
2: she's a pistol, right? She is. A, yeah, she's a, a pistol, she's a pistol. Yeah. Pistol, all right. But she doesn't hurt anybody. That's that's the that's the that's the. We at least, as far as we know, she hasn't hurt us. So we're we're all happy with that. But always, a uh, great job there on the interview. And she's just like I said before, coming into it, she's just so honest about everything. And I love I love that. At this point, I am so tired of BS in anybody. And I think I don't know how you feel, but as you get older. Just honesty. That's all I really want. I just want honesty. Yeah. It's a, even well, if yeah. I what I, I want to hear, I still want honesty.
0: Oh, It's because I don't have a BS tolerance level anymore. Right. right. It's really, you know, it's check your baggage at the door. Um, is that because we think we're out of time? I don't know. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know, you know what it is, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of the things people ask me, well, how are you getting older? You know, and looking at me now and a lot more gray hair coming in. Um, it's it's a weird thing how your tolerance really starts to wane as you get older Um, because maybe you realize you know what we're in the second act or the third act whatever mm-hmm. this is right. and there's not a lot of room for bs
2: yeah exactly there's not enough time for that you want to narrow the scope to hopefully do the things that you value the most or at least can leave the most even behind as well so uh, to that, I think that's kind of what Wendy, you know, that was kind of the direction of the interview as well. But uh, a new, you know, we're coming out of, you've been talking about where's winter. I mean, I guess there's still a possibility as we speak in this, uh, what is this, late February? Right. Uh, I'm still seeing some snow here in the New York City area, but it doesn't look very promising, not in the immediate future anyway. But well, um, it's, it's interesting because I think back
0: to people who are all poo-pooing, you know, you weather guys. But the truth of the matter is, I remember some of the biggest snowstorms in the last 20, 30 years in New York happened in March.
2: Well, they can. Yeah. Generally, the yeah generally the first couple of, the first two weeks of March, I mean, the the uh, infamous first storm of the century, which was uh, 1993, was a March storm. The blizzard yeah. of 88 was a March storm. Uh, so there, there have been some biggies. It still can happen. Here in New York, anyway, yeah. yeah. But, but to that point, in turning the corner the Super Bowl is behind us which uh I, of course because I had to get up early I missed the exciting second half I don't know if you saw that I did and it yeah.
0: was actually uh, a great game to watch really and I watched it start to finish I think it's the only football game I have watched whistle to whistle all year long
2: yeah as as for probably a lot of fans but Mahomes when I saw him limp off at the end of the first half I thought this is done that's it
0: done yeah deal.
2: so I don't know what happened there, but. Uh, you know, hats off to him. Congratulations to the Chiefs fans and players. And now it's baseball, now, now. and and now we'll be getting ready to watch Mets limp off the field. Exactly. Well, the good news <laughs> is, you know, Jason Degrom, who by the way took them out for the Texas Rangers a few days ago, and guess what happened? He tweeted something. He's he's injured already. So I was like, thank goodness I don't have to go through that. I'm sure there will be injuries because, as a Mets fan, you just kind of get used to that. But uh, it to me spring training baseball coming back is rebirth and it somehow triggers synapses in my brain that take me to my youth and that's what i love about the feeling of spring training coming back yeah well, I mean, that, that i'm gonna get in july from the mets but well
0: yeah. you know everybody's in first place yeah and then the slate is totally clean mm-hmm. and uh there's no bs yet yeah, and there just... will be
2: but it's hope. It's newness. It's freshness. Yeah. Like you said, this the you know the slate has been wiped clean and I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure we'll be talking to some folks uh moving forward on Middle Age Warriors about baseball and the and the Mets and or Yankees or anybody for that matter, um, as we move forward. Any uh anything else on your oh, I wanna really we're down to like six minutes on this. I see on my limit here, but in time. Uh I want to touch base with you. How's the progress of the book?
0: it's uh, it's been slow of late cuz i've just been in a funk and i haven't mm-hmm. been able to write but thank you for asking and something i'd definitely like to pick up and talk with you about and talk on middle aged warriors about uh but yeah i also i i retitled the book which i'll tell you more about mm-hmm. um it's called a life sentence now oh well that sounds which, heavy well, well and guess, it's interesting about. Yeah. well it's interesting because um they felt they being cheryl who is editing and going to publish the book
2: yeah
0: felt she wanted something a little more edgy other than one size does not fit all Mm -hmm. uh which is what valerie also said to me said "Eh." and i was like well but that's what that's what it's kind of about but they said Mm -hmm. yeah you gotta gotta have a little more sizzle than that i think so a life sentence with no parole basically and that's. And that's fittable for any uh, chronic debilitating illness that you get in life. If there's no cure, that's kind of it. That's going to be the rest of your cards. So, so there
2: I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, and I, it's funny, you said what you said, because even in times when I, I've had a blog and I get on a roll and I be able to write, you know, a weekly blog consistently, sometimes twice a week, and then you hit these writing roadblocks where what happened suddenly nothing there's no juice nothing's coming well
0: and I, and I can i can tell you from my perspective i think it's a little bit of depression yeah. which i which i understand yeah. uh but you just kind of don't give a shit and you don't feel like you, you don't feel like doing anything and that's part of uh where we are
2: yeah where I you know we we've had uh you know a, a person by the name Anne marie Duchesne on the show and and she's kind of uh sort of a life coach and and I've utilized her services over the years. And, and that's one of the things, you know, sometimes then you get in these, in these positions, in these modes and, and you start beating yourself up. And she always just says, just be with it. If that's what you're feeling right now, I don't want to write. I don't want it to just be with it. Sit with it's it. It's absolutely true. Say, okay. Absolutely. And, yeah. It's like, if you fight it, it gets worse and it, and it's harder to ever get out of. So it's sort of accept it, be with it. It's okay to feel all these things you're feeling yeah. it and that's that's the truth you're feeling it so uh, but i do look forward to to hearing more about that and, and about the whole process too because i think it, i think a lot of folks we hit this age and you start to reflect on your life you think you know my life's a pretty maybe i have something maybe i have a story to <laughs> tell maybe there's a book in me i don't know but uh, but i'm glad you're doing this i think it's important work i think it'll be helpful work for others so uh, you know, I look forward to hearing about more about thank it. you. And uh and
0: along the lines of things happening in our worlds, besides the fact that you're going through contract negotiations at work, buying a new house. Contract. Um,
2: <laughs> wait, planning what, a wedding or two. Oh, planning
0: a wedding. That's uh, the one
2: I forgot. <laughs> you have no idea right now. Like I'm burning the candle on six ends and it only has two. That's how I feel right now. But yeah. But, well, careful uh, it,
0: not to burn your ass yeah exactly
2: but it's all good and these are all good things at the end of the day so i'm, I'm happy about that hey, with that you're a middle-aged warrior yes well you know and it just grinds you down a little bit but uh with that as we are running out of time here i will say uh until next time sunshine always be smart stay safe be well we will see you on the other side
0: Rick? be good feel good thank you so much for spending time with us on the believe podcast network and uh, we'll do it again hopefully soon
2: and of course, once again, this entire show—the entire show—is brought. The entire to by, show. Yes. Who is it brought to us by? Bet online. Thank you. <laughs>